Uh, Dr. Farid Abdullah is the CEO of the South African National AIDS Co- Coalition and he's p- in, in responsible for one of the most important parts of our strategic plan. It's called the National Strategic Plan and it lays out a long-term vision for the country on how we plan to deal with HIV AIDS in South Africa. That plan comes to an end this year. So it means, Dr. Abdullah, you've got work to do. What's the next five years going to look like? Exactly, Dashan. We are working with experts uh, to write the next uh, plan. Last night we had ministers from uh, five different departments saying what their departments will do. So in the next plan, you know, not only will we continue to do what we're doing well, which is treatment, but we'll also do more on prevention. And in order to get on top of the prevention problem, we'll need an extremely intense response from the Department of Basic Education We'll need social development to do all of its work with orphans, with uh, uh, gender-based violence. We had the Deputy Minister of of Prisons or Correctional Services uh, saying how they will make sure that HIV is not spread in prisons. Uh, So, you know, we are currently um, talking to everybody and by 1 December we'll announce a new plan. What's really great is that we have the benefit of all of the knowledge that we've gained at this conference. And, and it's better that we're writing this plan after this conference because we have the latest information here on vaccine research, on the social and behavioral interventions at work, on how to control pediatrics, on what the new drugs will be. So, and then we've also heard from Kenya, from Nigeria, from Zimbabwe, all these other countries that are doing their planning. Um, now, a national plan sounds like a lot of talking and a lot of writing, but mm. I assure you, that the, one of the reasons, uh, one of the success factors in this country is that everybody works against one plan. The NGOs, government, the various departments, the private sector, when everybody's working towards one goal, it makes the whole thing a lot easier. So let's, let's start with how you answered the question. You said we're doing treatment very well. By, by the activists, you know, criticism of, of government, they say, yes, we have the largest treatment program in the world. 3.4 million South Africans are receiving ARVs today. But if you look at the WHO guidelines, they say, treat everyone. That could be more than 6 million people, closer to 7 million people. That means that the South African government is only treating half the number of people who are HIV positive today. Can you really say we're doing well on treatment? And, and is this part of the next five-year plan to bridge that gap? So we must put this in some sort of perspective. The, we're learning about HIV and how it causes disease every day. This new treatment guideline by the WHO is only six months old. Six months ago, they were not saying treat everybody. In fact, we as doctors were saying uh, treat only those people who have advanced AIDS, a, a low CD4 count. So before that, you know, we, we couldn't uh, really do it because it was not uh, the guidance. But now medical science knows that if someone is positive, treat them immediately. I mean, within uh, two months of the WHO guidelines, the minister announced it in his budget speech. Within four months, the Treasury put a billion rand into this. And on 1 September, we'll start the new program to, to test and treat everyone. Having s- so I think, you know, we've been fast at changing the policy. We have been doing well, but now we have more people to treat. And the health system is struggling. To put another 3 million people on treatment is going to be a difficult task. But we have a private sector to work with. We have NGOs to work with. So 
as you you said the um, that part of our plan would be how can we treat more people mm. and the minister committed last night that we will go to test and treat we will test 90% of people living with hiv we'll put 90% of those on treatment and make sure they have good treatment so that's very much going to be part of the next 5 years how to go from 3 million to 6 million and that that's a massive exercise and, and that target set for 2020 it's an international target as well the 909090 there's also a 2030 target of eradicating hiv set by the united nations south africa is a signatory to that sustainable development goal it's the number third goal of the 21 that we have in total do you think we're going to reach that uh, that goal by 2030 i think that's triumphalistic i think the one thing that's happened over the last few days at this conference is as some realism has set in you know to think we can eradicate aids by 2030 is um, a little uh, a bit of an exaggeration so let's play devil's advocate right. they, they, if the activists were in our room they would say but dr abdullah we need to do radical things and and you've heard the activists here saying look let's let's decriminalize sex work for start let's stop calling it prostitution let's call it sex work let's recognize that that these are people earning a fair trade they're not committing an illegal act they're selling their bodies and if anyone owns their bodies it's themselves so should we not decriminalize sex work there's also calls today from activists and we're going to play this story shortly where they're saying can we also not decriminalize drug use in south africa there's a there's a there's an effect of drug use that has an impact on hiv are these radical solutions things that you're considering for the next five years well when it comes to sex work you know this has been a high priority for sanac and we've been providing services through our ngo partners to about 35000 sex workers in march we launched a program to reach 70000 sex workers mm. with the health department it's the first group that will get uh, the prevention pill already we have 100 sex workers on this pill and they are ready to use it and what we're saying um, at sanac when we wrote the national plan we we made it very clear this is a a good uh, set of services for sex workers but if we want to implement this plan we have to change the law the current sexual offences act is restrictive it doesn't allow us to register sex workers on the program it doesn't allow us to um, reach sex workers it doesn't really allow us to deal with the police who are harassing and arresting mm. sex workers so clearly the the law must change on uh, drug use do you think we could decriminal i mean is that a role that you can play because these are sometimes outside the ambits of health you know uh, the the S department of social development is the custodian of the whole uh, master drug plan drug uh, master drug master plan and uh, the central drug authority and we've been meeting with the central drug authority because um um, unless we deal with substance abuse and uh, alcohol and injecting drug use in particular we're going to have a, a another little hidden epidemic so you know on that front um, I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that for as long as um, a drug user the first reaction of the state to a drug user is to arrest them and put them in jail you know we're, we're really not getting to the bottom of the problem we we're criminalizing it and there have been some very reasonable, rational people, like the former president of Switzerland was here, saying, you know, in Switzerland they've uh, decriminalized sex work, they've um, decriminalized homosexuality, um, and, you know, that the world should really look at uh, decriminalizing drug use. Um, 
Let's bring it out in the open. And both with respect to sex work and uh, homosexuality and uh, drug use, the view from, from the HIV world is, you know, we have the, the most catastrophic event taking place in our country. And in order to deal with it, we need to put aside our moral judgments. And let's deal with the problem. Dr. Abdullah, would you take our SAFM quiz, the one we've been asking activists around? Absolutely. Okay. I hope I'd boss it. <laughs> so how many people have been diagnosed with HIV since it was discovered? So it should be about uh, 70 million people. Almost. Of which, uh, th- uh, yeah. Yeah, of which? Seven, of which uh, 35, 36 million people have already died. And uh, the number now living with HIV is 36.7 million. How, how many in South Africa? Uh, 6.8 million living in South Africa. And how many new infections each year? 2.1 million new infections globally. So let me ask you a question. Okay. How many new infections did we have in South Africa last year? In South Africa? Yes. That's that's a difficult statistic. Well, let me scare you. 330,000 new infections in South Africa alone. Isn't, isn't that the same number of people that may have died because South Africa delayed its rollout of ARVs, a direct result of the Thabo Mbeki administration? You know, that's the published result, mm. my, my own view. We have had more than 3 million deaths in South Africa over the last 20 years from AIDS. 3 million deaths. This is a statistic we must popularize. But I can tell you, the impact of the denialist error was far more than that published number of 350,000. One day I'll write a paper about that. Dr. Abdullah, it was great chatting with you. Thank you for testing me as well. I appreciate that. So let me ask you again, Darshan. Uh-huh. How many people were newly infected in South Africa last year? So around 300,000? 330,000. 330,000. So you, 30, you got a, a 6 out of 10 there. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Abdullah, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Dr. Farid Abdullah is the CEO of the South African National AIDS Coalition. That's uh, it's Council. Just a Council.